are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for today. A little bit of an update on Charity's hometown date filmings. We've got more on the Taylor Swift breakup. It's already started. The websites are reporting why they broke up. We have no idea if these are true or not. Sources say these are the reasons. Anyway, we're going to revisit the story of what's going on with those twins that married twins. Remember that? Yeah. Update on that. And I watched the first episode of Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. I'll give you my review of that. And we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Let's get started immediately. Talking about hometown dates for charity season, they begin today. I hope by the time this podcast goes up or at some point today, I will get it confirmed. I think I know who has today's hometown, um, and then they go every other day. So it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. I can tell you right now that Saturday is Aaron B. They've already sent out an email to get a crowd to show up uh, in Houston for his hometown date on Saturday. So Aaron Bryant has been confirmed, and I can tell you that Doton has next Monday's um, hometown date. So if I can get today's, which I think I'm going to at some point, I'm literally I'm so close. I was hoping I would have it before I recorded this podcast, but I don't have it confirmed. Hopefully I will by the end of the day, and that means I'll have three of the four uh, if I can get this confirmed sometime today. Maybe pictures get out, maybe they don't. Maybe I find out before and pictures get out. Who knows? We'll have to see how today's plays out, but that would mean only uh, one. Have to find out who has Thursday's date. So confirmed, Aaron and Doton have Saturday and Monday's hometown dates. So keep that in mind. Rose ceremony is on Tuesday at the mansion, and then they head off for overnights and final rose ceremony, and we'll find out when that is or where that is. And remember... As I talked about yesterday, it takes three weeks, or at least it did this season, to take three weeks to film to go from however many guys they started with, 26, 27, down to four. But it's going to take three weeks to go from four down to one because they take a day off in between every hometown date. And then when they travel, especially if they're going international, it'll be two days of travel and setup before they start. And then there's a day in between each overnight date, and that's why it takes so long. And then you've got... And over, and then you have meeting the parents. Sometimes they meet them on the same day. Sometimes they don't. It varies every season. But this season will be done filming by the end of the month, which is about a week earlier than normal. They usually finish the first week of May. So keep that in mind. Uh, I think this is, you know, like I said, pretty much every Bachelorette season ends in an engagement. Jerry Ferris from... Jen Chef season was set to propose to her or he 
think he wanted to, and he was just waiting for an answer. So technically every season has ended in a proposal. The only one that didn't accept a proposal was Jen Sheft. But every other Bachelorette season, 20 Bachelorette. This is uh, season number 20 of the Bachelorette, but there have been 21 previous Bachelorettes. Charity is 22 because two seasons we had two Bachelorettes. Claire and Tasha both got engaged, and Gabby and Rachel both got engaged. So... We know it's going to happen. Does it mean much? No, because that's just what the show is. That's what the product of the show is, is an engagement at the end. So fully expect Charity to be getting engaged to one of these men, and then we kind of take it from there. We'll see what happens. Never know. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe whoever proposes to her, she says yes, and they live happily ever after until the end of time. Or they could break up in six months. We never know. Every time, every season is different. And don't worry too much about the schedule and the fact that it was three weeks versus four weeks. Really doesn't matter in the long run when you think about it. Moving on. So we talked yesterday a lot about the Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn breakup. The amount of phone voice message conversations I'm having voice note, whatever you want to call it, text message conversations I'm having about this with people is is a lot, to say, to say the least. But as we know, I said it yesterday, and it literally took less than 24 hours for entertainment sites to give an exclusive on why Taylor and Joe broke up. Now, we have no idea if this is true because, of course, it's just sources telling them. According to People, they were the first to come out with inside Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's differences that led to their breakup. Sources exclusive. So what the sources said was differences, the split was largely caused by differences in their personalities. Quote, They've had rough patches before and always worked things out. So friends thought that they would take some time apart, but eventually come back together. But noting, ultimately, they weren't the right fit for one another. Okay. Moving on. They had plenty in common and fell in love in a safe bubble while she was retreating from the world during Reputation, Swift's 2017 album. Then the pandemic hit and they were locked down together and able to continue to grow their relationship in this insulated way, but he didn't really know her yet outside of that bubble. Okay, that doesn't make a lot of sense because they just said they fell in love in a bubble where she was recording her album for Reputation that came out in 2017. Pandemic didn't happen until March of 2020. What'd you do for three years? What do you mean you don't get it to know her? outside of that bubble and really what is there to know outside of the bubble you are literally dating the most popular pop star in all of the world or close to it one of the top three right anyway Moore said goes on to say insiders say that joe didn't like the limelight quote joe has struggled with taylor's level of fame and the attention from the public The differences in their personalities have also become harder to ignore after years together. They've grown apart. According to multiple sources, 
Swift and Alwyn had been talking about marriage as recently as a few months ago. But at the end of the day, the couple wasn't ready for a future together. Taylor didn't see them working out in the long run and adds that the split happened recently and was not dramatic. They are friendly. She doesn't have anything bad to say about Joe. They just grew apart. Taylor is staying very focused on her tour right now. Still a lot of respect between them. (laughs) Again, very confusing. This comes from sources. We have no idea who's leaking this. We have no idea what side this is coming from. It's clearly one side that people is in cahoots with, and they're getting it out there, their side. This sounds like it's coming from Taylor's side. Joe has struggled with Taylor's level of fame and the attention from the public. That seems like that's coming from Taylor's side. And look, I don't think it's hard to see that. We see this all the time in Hollywood when there's a couple where one person is infinitely more popular than the other one. It doesn't work out a lot of the time. But this one, from the second you enter this relationship, you would know this. You would think after six years, I don't know, it wouldn't seem to get to you after six years because you'd already know. Maybe that's something that sets in after year one or year two or year three where you're like, okay, I I cannot handle how popular she is. We can't live a normal life. And they didn't lead a normal life. They had to do all these secret getaways and private jet meetings and hanging out in London and covering themselves up when they had to go places. I mean, yeah, that can't be easy. I get it. I, I Anybody dating Taylor Swift can't be easy. She's literally the most popular pop star in all the United States. So anybody's going to have a difficult time dealing with her level of fame and stardom. It just seems after six years, you would have known that earlier if you were Joe. I don't want to, I don't think the pandemic is too much of an excuse even though we know a lot of couples broke up during the pandemic this just seems like i don't know it's just there's something off about all of this i've said this from the beginning and i'm saying it's nothing juicy i don't know any details this doesn't mean like there was some salacious breakup and wicked fights and people arguing late at night and cheating happened i don't think it was any of that but To say that they broke up amicably after six years and even multiple sources said they were talking about marriage as recently as a few months ago, well, don't you start talking about marriage with someone that you've made up in your mind, this is someone that I can see myself marrying? Isn't that kind of the way it works? Like, you don't talk about marriage with someone that you're not interested in marrying. I don't know. I've never been engaged. I've never been married. But... When I do get to that point in my life, I'm assuming it's going to be with somebody that I can see myself getting married to. And if they shoot back with, after six years, oh, shit, you're interested in getting married? Yeah, that not not in my, not in my plans. I wasn't thinking about that at all. Then I would obviously lead to a breakup because then you're like, okay, we're on completely two different pages. It just seems they were talking about marriage two months ago, but then they decided the relationship ran its course. So confusing. Anyway, she was seen out last night uh, for the first time. She was seen in New York with, uh, you know, the famous collaborator. She does uh, a lot of her stuff with Jack Antonoff. They were outside. Oh, and actress Margaret Qualley. They were outside an Italian restaurant, a four-minute walk from Cornelia Street. And, yeah, in two days, she's got to be in Tampa for her concert, which I'm sure she'll make on time. But... 
yeah, the whole thing. I mean, she's going to be followed. This is it's so much more important. I mean, she's already gotten enough coverage as it is. She's Taylor Swift. But yeah, they got her coming out of a restaurant yesterday in New York and uh, or maybe it was Sunday night and the pictures came out yesterday, but um I didn't see which day it actually happened, but looks fine to me. So, people are going to read into everything. What is she wearing? Uh, how does she look? Uh, you know, it's just like, come on. Let's Let's not read into every single thing. I think it's way more easier to read into songs and what she says at the concert versus, oh, look at the way she looked walking out of a restaurant. You know, that's just that's overdoing it. So, again, I feel bad for her. The rest of the tour having to do this. And, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see on Thursday night what she says in Tampa, if anything. So remember earlier this summer I was talking about something I had never heard before, and that was twins marrying twins. Well, Brittany and Brianna Salyers married Josh and Jeremy. Well, they are now Brittany and Brianna Salyers. They married Josh and Jeremy Salyers. And they met at a Twins Day festival in Ohio in 2017, and they married a year later. Brittany and Josh had a baby in January of 2021, and Brianna and Jeremy had a baby four months later. And it's a story that they went and visited their parents for the first time or making it back, whatever the case may be. So the twins who married twins gave birth to genetic siblings say the marriage is a it's called a quaternary marriage when twins marry twins. And there really isn't anything to add to this story other than I still think this is one of the creepier things I've ever seen. I I don't know. I just find the whole thing creepy. I look at the picture of these four and I'm like, is this literally something out of a book? something out of a novel, because it doesn't even look right. Because they're wearing the same things. Both Josh and Jeremy are wearing a blue shirt with khaki jeans. Both Brianna and Brittany are wearing a red dress with a black belt. The kids are dressed in the same sack. Stop it. Stop dressing alike. I know you're twins. I know you married twins, but you're freaking me out. Like, you are legit freaking me out. Stop this. I'm so scared of these two. I hope I never run into them. I just think it's awkward and weird. And that's the story. They went to, I, I, I don't know, they, um, they went back to Delaware for Easter. Like, I guess that's a story. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, Sawyers, I'm sure you're lovely individuals and lovely couples and lovely parents. I just don't need to see this. Get it off my screen. And finally, a little shorter show today. Going to end with this. There last week spoke about the fact that there was both an oral history done on Greece in The Guardian and Greece 2 on EW.com because... A show on Paramount Plus was starting on April 6th, and that was Grease, The Rise of the Pink Ladies. And it's a television show that depicts Rydell High 
1954, four years before Greece movie took place. So it's basically seeing and showing the audience how the Pink Ladies were formed. I watched the first episode. And the Pink Ladies hadn't, when the episode started, it wasn't like we're seeing the Pink Ladies right away. We see how they get formed. The T-Birds are not the coolest guys in school. That kind of, I'm assuming after just one episode, it develops. I think the episodes come out every Thursday. They released two last Thursday. I only watched the first one. You know, I, it's it's okay. There were a lot of callbacks to the first movie in Greece. We do see a young Rizzo. We do see a girl named Frenchie. I don't think it's the one that ends up being the Frenchie that we know. But Frenchie's friend is named Rizzo. So, supposedly, I guess that's the Rizzo that becomes, you know, gets to high school four years later and part of the Pink Ladies, whatever the case may be. Um, You know, it was good. I, I shouldn't even... Because if I don't say good, then it's just like, well, that means it wasn't good. Eh, it was okay. It, it's definitely a musical. A lot of different songs. It's about an hour long with no commercials. And... I want to say six to eight songs in that hour. So it even starts out with the original Grease song, not the same. Um, Grease is the Grease is the word is the is the opening song, but not in the way it was in the movie. It's like a same lyrics, different sound to it. I didn't hate it. But I'm not dying to see what the next episodes entail. You know? I, I, like, they, it didn't need to be made. I don't think people were dying for the prequel to The Pink Ladies. But when you look at the two movies, I mean, there were so many things in Greece now that would never fly, and you couldn't make it now. But those were the times. It was the late 50s. The original Grease movie, if you really look at it from the outside, is quite misogynistic and very, I don't know, putting down of women. Whereas Grease 2 is really about the women taking control and the women being the ones that the guys are chasing. Which... You know, for everyone who loves the original Grease, there is a lot of woman shaming in that movie. And it wouldn't fly even close releasing something like that this season, this year. But Grease 2, total women empowerment movie. All the guys in that movie are chasing the women. The T-Birds are, you know, Johnny's after Paulette. Michael is like... Can't even keep his pants on around Stephanie. He's falling around like a puppy. Lewis wants to get with Sharon so bad and is trying to all movie. You know? Like, when you look at it that way, it's... Maybe it should have been more popular amongst women because Grease 2 is the 
basically the opposite of Greece. But it was just so, it, you know, when it came out, it was following such a classic and none of the original cast outside of D.D. Khan were in it. And, you know, Sid Caesar and principal and vice principal, stuff like that. But I'm talking about the students. Nobody came back. It was a whole new cast, a lot of new actors and actresses, and nobody really knew them. And so clearly just never did well at the box office, but it's became a cult classic since because people have already started to kind of understand, oh, oh, shit. Different message. This is more about the women. And the women are in control in this movie. Kind of like this. I love Grease too. You know. I, I mean, I like both of them. But Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, it's okay. I'll give it a few more episodes. I, I just have to see where we're headed here. Um, but it's very, you know, I like, you know, the musical numbers are good. Dancing is good. Like, it's very well put together. It's very colorful. It really captures the, uh, I guess, 80s or whatever. I mean, sorry, 80s, 50s. Like, they do a good job of making everything look like 50s. But again, it's just like, were people asking for, hey, what's the origin story of the pink ladies? You know, I don't know. I'll give it a few more episodes and see where it's at from there. But if you're interested, it's on Paramount+. Plus. There's two episodes out right now, and then the new one is released every Thursday. So episode three will be coming out on Thursday. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. The Sports Daily will be up in about an hour from now. But again, please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. It is so much appreciated, and it helps this podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow with yet another episode hopefully i'll have all four of your guys confirmed for hometown dates but until then i'm reality steve thank you all for listening and i'll talk to you tomorrow see you